power of visitation. Hear the Spirit call. Welcome to another podcast of Dr. Leslie Bakupon. Be blessed as you listen. declare the heavens open in Jesus name amen somebody put your hands together for the Lord and take your seats hallelujah it's like you you cut the clapping so short you're in a hurry to sit so do it better unto God hallelujah amen how many of you are happy to be in church on a Sunday morning and how many of you are ready to receive the word of God? Whether you are male or female, you must be ready to receive the word. Hallelujah. Last week, I spoke about the temptations of the woman. And this week, I'm going to talk about the temptations of the man. Do you remember what the temptations of the woman are? Okay, so what are they? The temptation to do what? To compare, aha. Uh-huh. To seek attention from wrong sources, aha. Uh-huh. To be overly emotional, aha. Uh-huh. What else? And unforgiving, yes. And then what else? Pardon? Emotional bullying, yes, a tendency to bully emotionally. I mentioned that males bully physically, women bully emotionally, and that is more dangerous. The emotional scars are more serious than physical scars. There are many people who have lost their confidence in life simply because of emotional bullying. Hallelujah. If you've been a victim of it, may God heal you totally in the name of Jesus. Where you can feel like Charlie, you don't belong. You don't even qualify to walk around us. Now, <laughs> when did you arrive? <laughs> Hallelujah. So today we are switching to the other gender. Uh, as far as we Christians are concerned, there are only two genders, male and female. Hey, that nowadays when you are filling forms online things uh, they say male, female, other which other? which one? <laughs> or sometimes they write decline to answer hey the world is becoming some way it's becoming some way and the way this whole agenda is being pushed me, it worries me this World Cup for example the way they that community they are pushing for things and all of that i hear there are nine of the participating countries they are their captains are going to wear rainbow armbands in solidarity with the lgbtq plus every day they are adding one more letter community pushing they are trying to force certain things down the throat of the hosts you know, they, they are strict Muslims. And they told them that our, our culture doesn't, we don't like such things. So don't try and come and push that agenda here. You know. Anytime a president from a Western country visits an African country, it will be one of the things they will bring up. It's like, I mean, I'm like, ah, 
Well, these things. One day, the, the, the president of the United States visited, um, that was Obama, and they were having a press conference with journalists. And, I mean, the matter wasn't even in that direction. And he started talking, and it's like, you people must look at legalizing this thing and all of that. The Kenyan president could have let it pass because it wasn't a question to him. But he was like, let me comment. He said, Mr. President, in your country, you have solved a lot of your problems. Food is not a problem. Accommodation is not a problem. We, we have basic needs that we can't meet. So this thing you are bringing, we are not interested. We are thinking about how to get food for the family and, and how to clothe our children and to take them to school. So you maybe one day when we are finished solving all of our problems like you, we can come and start thinking about some of these things. I watched an interview. A CNN journalist was interviewing an African president. That's the, the president of Rwanda. And he was trying to get him to make certain statements. Like he was like, uh, if you, at that time I think they were about to re-elect. He was like, so can you promise me that when you are re-elected, blah, 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 blah. And he told her, as you promise you, who are you? He said, I'm the president of a sovereign country. You are just interviewing me. What, like, what, what business do I have promising you anything? He told him, don't elevate yourself above. Well, I was too excited. Huh, we need people like this who put people in a... I mean, how can you tell a president of a country to promise you? Who are you? Now when he comes, he's going to do something about gay rights and, and lesbian rights. Who are you? You ask him, who are you? Like, who are you? You are just a journalist interviewing me. I am the president of a sovereign country. Well, I don't have any business promising you anything. Moreover, you are not even part of those who are going to vote. So why should I promise you something like that? But we need to go down on our knees. Hallelujah. We need to pray. Otherwise, in the next 50 years, the world will be different from what we know it. The world our children will inherit will be a very, 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 very crazy one. Pastor sent me a certain video this week. I mean, also, it's, 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 it's scary. It's scary. I know that's not what I came to talk about, but um, it's important for me to ginger you to prayer. Hallelujah. And I insist, those of you who have political ambitions, don't drop it. Hallelujah. We say politics has become dirty, so we have left it for... I don't want to say dirty people. <laughs> to go and do. But we need Christians in the corridors of power. Hallelujah. If you have political ambitions, come, let me, I'll pray for you. That day, Reverend ABC called me. He was like, there's this thing on his heart. And we should look at how we can put something together. That is to actually put together a, a mentorship program or curriculum for Christians who aspire to go into politics in the University of Ghana. Like a course to, like, it's, a, it's like a Christian thing, you know, to, to mentor them. I was like, it's a good idea. You work on a thing, let me know, and I'll see how we can come together and do it. Because we need people in the corridors of power. Hallelujah. Me, God has told me before that somebody at the presidency at a particular point in my lifetime will be a spiritual son of mine. I don't know which of, which of, which of you it is going to be. Whether it's president or vice president, I don't know. But it will be at the presidency. It will be somebody who will be 
connected to me. Uh, yeah, you have received political. Uh, yeah. That day when the prophecy came, the man of God said, You must circumcise your desires because that's not what he likes. <laughs> he wants other things. <laughs> All right. So today we are talking about the temptations of the man. You know, the interesting thing is that the temptations of the man, they are not menu. Yeah. They are very few, but they are linked to many things. Uh-huh. Yes. They are very few. In fact, I mean, when I was thinking, I realized, oh, no, this one is linked to this one. This one is linked to this one. So the main ones, they are not plenty at all. Mm. So today, we won't do part two. We'll finish today. <laughs> we'll exhaust everything today. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, as I said in my introduction last week, I mentioned that the way the devil tempts men is different from the way he tempts women. And that is because the makeup of the man is completely different from the makeup of the woman. The way the man thinks is different from the way a woman thinks. Hallelujah. So, the things he will bring to a woman to try to entice a woman will be different from the things he will bring to a man to try to entice him. Hallelujah. Yes. And, and if we understand this basic difference between a man and a woman, you know, even the difference between a man and a woman has become an issue for people. When you talk to people who subscribe to feminist ideas, me, I say feminism, you see, they say feminism is meant to liberate women, but it actually rather enslaves women. It's, it's a lot of mental slavery. Because I realize when I talk to people who subscribe to these feminist ideas, Everything that is said that just highlights the difference between a male and a female is seen as segregation or is seen as discrimination. Somebody had a problem with the fact that a woman was referred to as a manageress. Why should you call the male the manager? Somebody actually has a, a, a problem with the fact that in some churches, lady pastors are called, female pastors are called lady pastor. So why is it that the woman too can't be called pastor? Like, she's a lady. And she's a pastor. So she's a lady pastor. It's as simple as that. Like, when we are highlighting the difference between males and females, it shouldn't be seen as segregation or discrimination. Hallelujah. The truth is that males are different from females. Don't we even look different? We even look different. So we are different. Hallelujah. We are different both on the outside and the inside, in the head, everything. Right, one of the things I said was one of the ways the temptations of a woman is, is the tendency to be overly emotional and overly illogical. All right, so women tend to lean more towards emotions than logic, and for the men, it's the opposite the tendency to be overly logical. Everything must be one plus one must be two. But you see, in this world, one plus one is not always two. <laughs> Amen. One plus one, it depends on how you are looking at it. The answer depends on what, <laughs> what you are talking about and <laughs> what you mean. Amen. So that is, that, I mean, I'm just highlighting some of the minor, minor. I'll come to the major ones. All right. The, the, the tendency to be overly logical. Too logical. 
And because of that, women tend to be more spiritual than men. It's true. Every church, the women are more than the men. Because the man believes, ah, if I'm going to make it in life, there's no external factor like I must do this and do that like you have calculated. Save every man, do this in business. But you see, there, there is a certain invisible hand that, that moves things. Hallelujah. There, there, there is a certain God factor and there's a certain something that you just cannot explain. Because men are very, very logical, they tend to ignore their instincts. Men ignore their instincts. And women listen to their instincts. Pa, 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 pa. Women have intuition. A woman will come and tell you, I feel like this friend of yours, you have to look at him well. I will say, hey, what is it again? This guy is a good friend of mine. He's this, blah, 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 blah. What, what are you talking about? That's how you people are. Today you feel this, you feel that. Tomorrow you feel that, you feel that, you feel that. This is a... But you have to learn to listen to the woman in your life. Hallelujah. You must learn to listen to the woman in your life. It's not every, I'm not saying everything the woman says you should do. If Adam had not listened to Eve, we wouldn't have this problem here. The truth is that sometimes they are off. <laughs> they are completely off. If Abraham had not listened to Sarah, all the problems you are having in the Middle East with suicide bombers and all those things, we wouldn't have had that problem. One man who listened to a woman. <laughs> so what I'm saying is that listen to them, but at the end of the day, there must be a filter. <laughs> Hallelujah. There must be a filter. There's room for intuition. There's room for instincts. It's not everything that must make sense in life. It's not everything that must make sense. You see, it is the reason why women even have more testimonies than males. I'm telling you this as a pastor women will see the hand of God in the matter they will see the hand like they will look for the hand like where God came in in the matter the man will just assume oh this one it happened because this and this and this and this, and this one came together no the woman will see this one it is the hand of God oh yeah sometimes you are talking to a guy and he just and I'm saying, hey this is a serious testimony but the person doesn't even see it as a testimony on the other hand, with the woman, eh, something you don't even see as a big deal. They'll tell you, and God did this, and God did this. May God bless the woman. Yeah. Ah. No, no, they, they can see the hand of God in things. And that is what God likes. <laughs> you tap into it. <laughs> that is what God likes. Hallelujah. Yes, so men, don't be overly logical. You see, when you're overly logical too, sometimes you can't see the needs of the woman in your life. You must, you must give room for sensing things. 
sensing their needs, sensing, you know what I'm talking about. Aha. Uh-huh. In your mind, you are quiet. I've not beaten you. I've not insulted you. I've not insulted your father. I've not insulted your mother. <laughs> so, why are you like that? <laughs> why are you doing your things? <laughs> yeah. Into the men, logic, no Hallelujah. I'm not saying don't be, be, be completely illogical, but sometimes when it comes to dealing with me, just understand that there's a difference in how men are made up and how women are made up. Hallelujah. All right. So this one, I'm just warming up. I'm coming to the main things. Temptation number one for men is the temptation to make quick money. It's not really a problem for women. Oh. Trust me. It's, it's, not, it's not a big problem for women. And I believe it is so because there's pressure on the man to make money for the woman to enjoy. It's as simple as that. <laughs> the temptation to make quick money sometimes through unlawful means through illegal means through unethical means it is a problem with men have you ever heard of sakawa girls like think about it since you heard the word sakawa how many times has it been associated with girls it is boys is that what is that what they are the influencers eh? the fuel behind the fire God bless them. <laughs> no, no, no. You hardly hear about Sakawa girls. It is boys and men. They are the ones who are looking for all kinds of means to make money. So it's a male problem. And this money thing is linked to so many things. It's linked with pride. It's linked with like a lot of very complex things. If I say I'll take the things money alone is linked to, that alone is a sermon on its own. But money. But you see, as much as there's pressure for a man to make money, there are certain things you must bear in mind all the time. Gentlemen, are you listening to me? Listen to me very well. There are certain things you must bear in mind. See, the Bible says the love of money is what? The root of all evil. The love of money, not money. People quote that scripture wrongly. Money is the root of all evil. Money, it is the root of all evil. It's not true. It's not money. It is the love of money. Hallelujah. It is the love of money. It is the root of all evil. Money is neutral. It's neither good nor bad. Money is like a knife. A knife is neutral. You can't say a knife is good or bad. It becomes good or bad depending on whose hands is in. So a knife in the hands of a chef is a good thing. It will produce a nice meal. By a knife in the hands of those people who ride motors at night in corners, dark alleys, looking for somebody to pounce on, that knife in that person's hand is 
Evil is bad. So is money. Sometimes when people talk about money like money is bad, I'm like, hey, why you don't have needs in this world? Eh? Everything you want, you just do shabalabara and it appears. <laughs> Lay hands on me and let me receive that grace too. Money is important. Even the Bible says money answered all things. I said it here before that there are some prayer topics you've been praying. If you have money, you won't pray those things. You have more time to pray for souls to be won and for the expansion of the kingdom of God and for Jesus to come quickly. No, in fact, those who have money cry, they don't want Jesus to come. They want to enjoy more. It's those who have are poor. Jesus crying your number and you're not too much. We are suffering. We are suffering. When you have money, there are certain things you can pray for. Even ministry, eh? Sometimes whether you will look like you are anointed or not, it depends on money. You can be crazily, dangerously anointed. If there's no money to give that anointing expression, you are limited in what you can do and who you can impact. Uh, yeah, my, my famous statement. Ingosra without Sika is like Inkuto. It doesn't flow. It is stagnant, it's static. It doesn't flow. So money is important. But this same money can be a trap. Nobody is saying don't like or don't desire to be wealthy. It's good to be wealthy. But the question is why do you want to be rich? A lot of people are not getting rich because the reason why they want to be rich is not correct. Some people want to be rich so that my enemies when they see me and I park in my car and they pass in front of my house and I do my house warming I will invite them <laughs> I, and the Lord will prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies hallelujah why do you want to be rich ask the ones that say why 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 at all do you want money what is the reason what is the reason? Some of you, it's just because you want to make a statement in life. Oh, yes, statement. There are a lot of you, you want to be rich, but you've never asked yourself this question. Why? Why? Some of you say, oh, I want to be rich so that I can help people. It is a good reason. But you see, let, let me tell you something about money. Right now that you don't have anything, right now that you don't have anything, you don't help anybody. You don't give to anybody you don't support any cause you don't pay tight uh-huh. people have become quiet what makes you think that when you have a lot of it you see that is the deception let me tell you something about money money will make you more of what you already are When you get money, it will make you more of what you already are. 
If you don't help people when you don't have money, you won't help people when you have money. I'm telling you the truth. If you don't pay tight when you don't have money, you will not pay tight. Ah, now that you are earning thousands, it is hundred is difficult for you to take. When you start earning ten thousand, you think you can take thousand? What used to be your salary? Hey, hey, hey! I have to look at it well. We have to revisit the matter. Hundred is hard for you to take. You think thousand will be easy for you? No, 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 no. So, if you really want to make money, start working on your mentality now. Start working on your heart now. Because whatever you are now, money will just come and make it worse. If you're already a giver, when you get money, you will give more. And as for the principle of giving, eh, it goes beyond Christianity. I'm telling you the truth. All the rich people in this world, they know how to give. Bill Gates Foundation, this, that, they are just giving their monies away. I hear he says it is just about 1% or something of his fortune that he will leave for his children. The rest is just giving it to charity like that. Why do you think the Western nations are richer than the African nations? We, we don't give, we collect, we receive. Meanwhile, it's clearly stated in the Bible, it is more blessed to give than to receive. So if you are always at the receiving end, why do you expect to be more blessed than the one who gave? These are spiritual principles. Hallelujah. And they, even, they go beyond Christianity. They go beyond Christianity. America will draw its budget and have an allocation for developing countries. Eight. May God let us reach there. Because we now, when we balance, it doesn't even balance. How can you go and be aiding? But the truth is that there was a time when Ghana's economy could support other people. Kwame Nkrumah's time. A lot of the struggles for independence in the other African countries. Sponsorship came from Ghana. Most of the French-speaking countries in Africa got their independence in 1960. Guinea alone got their independence just a year after us. Because Kwame Nkrumah was pushing millions of pounds in those days to help the independence struggle. So we've been there before. And in Jesus' name, we'll get back there. Hallelujah. We'll get back there. We've been there before. It is more blessed to give than to receive. So you need to work on your heart. Why is it that you want to make money? What is the reason? What is the reason? What is the motive? But you see, one thing you have to understand is that who you are in life is not tied to how much you have. This one, let it enter your heart. So that when certain temptations come, you can resist. Who you are in life is not tied to what you have and how much you have. Hallelujah. Jesus didn't have money. You didn't have plenty of money. Yet he's the greatest personality to have ever walked on the surface of the earth. He didn't have money. His ministry wasn't a very rich ministry. There were people who were helping, but I mean... There were times like, uh, Charlie, this one, how we go do them? They had to feed people. There was no money. That's when the miraculous had to come in. They had to pay tax. There was no money. 
And another miracle came when they found um, gold in the mouth of the fish. May, may you find some strange gold somewhere. Something somewhere. So who Jesus was, was not tied to material things at all. They say John the Baptist, of all men, born of women, he was the greatest. There was nothing spectacular about him. His diet was questionable. Locust, wild honey. What nutrients are you going to get from that one? He just needed nutrients to be able to talk. <laughs> Speak freely. Camel skin. That's what he used to wear. You know, this camel skin is not rich people who wear those things. So, I'm just trying to show you that your greatness is not tied to how much you have. Even though there are other great people in the Bible, and they were men of substance. Abraham had a lot, like he was very wealthy. Isaac, wealthy. Jacob, wealthy. Even Elisha, he had a lot of substance. He had oxen and stuff like that. He had to clear all of it to come and follow Elijah. But you see, why you pursue money is important. The reason why you are pursuing the money is important. It is very important. Once you are able to deal with those basics, you'll be able to withstand any temptation because trust me, right now the temptations to cut corners is a lot. Avenues to make money through dubious means are a lot. With the advent of technology and all, you know Telegram, eh? You can be added to groups. Like you are there and if you've not set your thing in a certain way, people can just add you to groups. So uh, recently I was just looking at my Telegram and I've been added to so many groups. And one of them, the title of the group was Fraud Weld. <laughs> I was like, let me, let me see what is happening on this page. People are doing things, though. You know now there is, there are online banks, banks that you can't find a physical location. That there are a lot of them now. And this group, they target these banks. They have some very smart guys in it who can develop some codes for you. So they are selling the codes. That's why they are adding people. They are selling the code. So if you want a code that can give you access to a one million dollar account, there's an amount you pay and all of that. And it's like they are doing the thing, though. So the leader will come. So today at 12 o'clock, we're going to start our operation and blah, blah, and you'll be giving them steps directly. So the login that you were giving, go to this particular website, do this, do that, do that. Do okay, so by now, an account would have been opened. Look through and choose the account with the biggest balance. And then they'll say, the one that shocked me was like, make sure you only withdraw $50,000 at a time. At a time. This is why if you are there, your landlord is chasing you. Your children's school fees is a problem. What to eat, you have to believe God. And you come across such a thing. That is when you start rationalizing. Oh. By even the white people, they exploited our grandfathers. They took away our wealth, our gold. So we are getting back our money. <laughs> what our grandfathers lost, <laughs> that is what we are getting back. And when it sinks into your spirit, you know, 
you just align yourself to such things. The get rich quick things right now is not just technology and things, so the spiritual one too is there. And the Leo is very great. Now, fetish priests have the audacity to sit on air and advertise. But if you go, whether it's Sika Gari or Sika, whatever it is, you will be scammed. <laughs> you see something for yourself. But these things are there, and you need to be careful. Hallelujah. You need to be careful. Let me show you a certain um, scripture. One of the things that creates poverty is chasing fantasies. Give me Proverbs chapter 28, 19 to 20, NLT. Proverbs 28, 19 to 20. Proverbs 28, verse 19. Mm-hmm. NLT. NLT. Mm. A hard worker has plenty of food. A hard worker has plenty of food, yes. But a person who chases fantasies ends up in poverty. Hallelujah. Amen. A person who chases what? Fantasies. Yeah. There are a lot of people who are chasing fantasies. I'll show you one of those fantasies. Betting. Mm, betting you, you will chase a certain fantasy that you will never catch and for a lot of ta- a lot of people most of the time when they start these things they will win oh. and that is the leo they will win some of you the way you are laughing is like experiential knowledge <laughs> some particular year I had to pray for more people where addiction to betting was concerned than the other things that you know. Betting. People, people come, literally cry. One guy said he just can't stop. He borrows people's money. So I said now, like he was owing plenty of people betting. The day he would go and bet on Manchester United. Yeah, sure. <laughs> all kinds of things. Betting. It is a fantasy. Gambling. Gambling. It is a fantasy. So you need to be careful about such things. Hallelujah. You need to be careful about things that will bring you money and it's not as, as a result of work. Hard work. Hard work doesn't mean you are digging the ground. Thinking is also hard work. Hallelujah. There are things you must read about, learn about, practice, perfect. If you want to just fold your arms and be wishing for a certain fantasy, something to drop from somewhere. For one big break. No, I, I believe in sudden change in people's fortunes. I believe in it. I believe in it, Pa. God can give you some idea, some wisdom. Be you realize that no, this one there. If I implement it, 
I, I shall be wealthy. God. He is the one who gives you the power to make wealth. Hallelujah. Recently, God gave me a certain idea. If you start seeing me prospering, it's not your, your, your offer to you. And your tight. Let me make that disclaimer now. <laughs> Hallelujah. I said, I was like, no, no. When I shared with you, I learned that this one is from God. Black Oji isn't it true? Ah, this one is from God. <laughs> when you see me, and it's, I've not been caught been far, baby. It's godly wisdom. Calvary, God bless you. <laughs> so I, I believe in, in sudden changes. Ah, there was a man called Obedidom. The ark of God was in his house. The glory of God. He hosted the presence of God. Just hosting the presence of God in three months. They couldn't recognize the guy. Hey, you this Akamelas, Akamelas guy. Now your walking has changed. Your car has changed. Your building has changed. Your talking has changed. I prophesy an obedient blessing and an obedient change in your situation in the name of Jesus. So it can happen. It can happen, but it won't come by chasing fantasies. It won't come through betting. There is something called the hand of God and the favor of God. God can just connect you to somebody and it will just change your life like that. Some phone call you will just receive. On the day that you are even contemplating, so we need somebody to do so, so, and so, and do so, so, and so, and do so, and so. That's how divine connections come about. Somebody invites you to a wedding. Just go and meet somebody. Ah, what do you do? Oh, okay, I do this. Me too. There's something that is coming. Uh, You can we exchange numbers. The person calls you and then boom, it is big money. May that be somebody's testimony in the name of Jesus. Sometimes what changes people's life is just meeting somebody. Let's meet some. The things you, you wish to do and the things you wish to have that look impossible now. Meeting just one person. One encounter with one person can change all of that. It can change all of that. There are people who can introduce you to people. Oh. There are people when they say, when you go here, mention my name. So mention my name. Just mention my name. The doors will just start advising themselves in two different directions. May God connect you with a destiny helper in the name of Jesus. That's how I say we don't only have destiny helpers, but we also have a destiny connector. The destiny connectors, they are those, those people who don't have what it takes to take you anywhere. But they can hold your hand and lead you to the one who can do something for you. An example is the maid servant in Naaman's house. She was a nobody in the house. And the man was suffering from his skin problem. It was like, ah, master, I've been seeing you are suffering. But in my hometown, there is a certain prophet. If you would just humble yourself, follow me and let's go. And when they got there and the prophet gave him the direction as to what to do, it was like, ah, but this dirty river Jordan. I have nicer rivers in my hand. She had the boldness to come and say, Master, if she had asked you to do something spectacular, you would have done it. Just do it and let's see what will happen. A destiny connector. And sometimes these are people you, you can even look down upon. Because oh, they may not be in your class. They may not be at your level. It may even be your house help at home. Who tell you that, ah, now that, eh, me chrome, eh, on him, you know, I bet you remember what I say, 
She will hold your hand and lead you to the earth and they give you 100 acres of land and palm oil plantation. I'm prophesying. People, people think about gyrates. Gyrates and say, Somebody you don't respect will just open some doors for you. Hallelujah. The devil will always give you alternatives. Whatever the devil will give you, God can give you more. Ten times more. A hundred times more. Hallelujah. So gentlemen, as much as there is pressure to make money, don't fall to illegal ways of making money. It can get you into trouble. It will bring you embarrassment. It will do all sorts of things. Just believe in God. Work hard. Have a plan. Tell somebody, have a plan. There are many people who want to be rich, but they don't have any plan. You see, the extreme end of the thing too is no good. Where you are just there, God will do it, God will do it. It's supposed to be a collaboration between you and God. Hallelujah. If God, you see, God works with the principle of multiplication. If God comes, he says, I want to multiply you. And when he comes, you have zero. Anything you multiply by zero is all. You can multiply if God wants to increase you a hundredfold, a thousandfold, and He comes and you your you are zerofold. <laughs> the, the principle of multiplication will not work. Hallelujah! So have something. Be seen to be doing something. Think. Place a hand upon your head. Say, my mind. My mind. I command you, in the name of Jesus. Say, think. You have to think. That's the thing. So if you're in your quiet moments, the things that go on in your head, the things you think about, the things you imagine, imagine good things. Hallelujah. Amen. It is when you are sitting down projecting and planning and thinking that good ideas will drop. When I say God can give you an idea, it doesn't mean an angel will appear in your room. Come and tap you. Wake up. I have a message for you. It is from above. No. People <laughs> think if you are spiritual, it means you don't think. No, 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 no. He said the Holy Ghost will bring into remembrance. Remembrance requires the mind. So you must think. Hallelujah. So that is temptation number one. Number two. Is the temptation to get distracted. Mm. Is the temptation to get distracted. The temptation not to be focused. The temptation to want to be looking into one bottle with two eyes. Attempt it and see. You will not see anything. That is more of a problem with males than females. Hallelujah. It is very easy to find a man. I want to do this business. I want to do this business. I want to do this business. It's like plenty things at the same time. And you are not getting a hold on any. We say multiple streams of income, yes? So you are looking at this, looking at this, looking at this. And for four or five years, you can't settle on any of them. And you are wasting time. Are just getting distracted. It's like when you hear this new thing, no, aha, this is it. 
This is my breakthrough. This is God speaking to me. When you have too much in your hands, you, you can't get a hold of any. Hallelujah. Avoid getting distracted. You see, when you're on a certain path, be focused. Tell somebody, be focused. In the same way, when you're in a relationship with a lady, to be focused. Say, be focused. Don't get distracted and be looking at other things. And, and the excuse is that we are not married yet, so there is still room for improvement. There's room for... Uh-huh. Yeah, she deserves a picture. Runs for Chadon. Runs for Chadon. You can't focus. It's very easy for a lady to be in a relationship and her mind is like my imagining. Sometimes you will find some of the women too. We are in, we are not in, that kind of thing. Once in a while, yeah, it's not it's not a major problem for me. But guys, when you say this is the person, let your eyes be there. Focus. Decide that this is where I'm focusing. Now you have focai. <laughs> and and sometimes it's not with a bad intention. Oh. But the truth is that when you are not focused. You will start seeing faults. You will start comparing. You will start becoming dissatisfied with what is in front of you. Hallelujah. Amen. If her waist was just a little smaller, yes, a little smaller, small, small. She's too slim. She should put on some weight in certain places. Certain places. If you want her to put weight in certain places, marry her. When she becomes pregnant, she'll put on weight here. <laughs> that one too is enlargement. Hallelujah. Yes, focus. If there's a male by you, tap the bed and tell him, brother, focus. Focus. Be focused. Be focused. Guys like looking around too much. So this one is only business and money and things. When it comes to commitment. Actually, there is a chance to upgrade. A chance. Let's read something in First Corinthians chapter seven, verse thirty-five, NLT. First Corinthians seven thirty-five. First Corinthians seven thirty-five. We can't project, right? Oh, and Pastor Della, today you are our vocal projector. NLT. First Corinthians chapter seven, verse thirty-five. 1 Corinthians chapter seven, verse thirty-five. Yes. All right. I am saying this for your benefit. So, this thing I'm saying, or Paul is saying, it is for your benefit. Continue. Not to place restrictions on you. Mm-hmm. So, all that we are doing is not meant to place restrictions on you. It is for your own benefit. 
Continue. I want you to do whatever will help you serve the Lord best. Mm-hmm. With as few distractions as possible. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's leave it there. As few distractions as possible. Some of you are too distracted. Everything distracts you. There are some people, eh? Everything is a temptation. No, I knew somebody like that when we were in university. He was a Christian brother. I'm like, ah, this guy, what is his problem? Everything is a temptation. There are times you will complain about somebody's dressing, and I'm like, me, I can't see you. Like, but this person is well covered up. No, 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 no. The Christian sisters, they must watch it. So my mother was like, ah, maybe you are imagining more than we are all seeing. Because me, this one, yeah, I don't see anything wrong with it. Church, when ladies are dancing, it is temptation. And look at the way their bodies are swinging. How can you dance and your body will not swing? It is a matter of how you are interpret- interpreting the way the body, the body there too soon. Distracted brothers. Because this particular day, I don't like sitting by hell. Hey. Like I can't focus. So you are the problem. She's enjoying the service and being blessed by God. And people will get distracted, even glasses. <laughs> You'll be tempted by people's glasses. <laughs> she puts the glasses on her nose, you know. It's <laughs> always distraction. You need to be focused. Hallelujah. You need to be focused. Let me tell you something, gentlemen. When you decide that you want to enter a relationship, in the first place, I believe relationships are meant to end in marriage. That is a it's not matter marquez experiment. I am I'm feeling lonely. The ladies, those of you who enter relationships because of loneliness. I knew one lady like that. Like she can't stay for two months without being in a relationship. Like from one to the other, one to the other. I tell people that when you break up from a relationship, give yourself at least six months. At least six months. Don't jump from one relationship to another. Hallelujah. When you are in a relationship, focus. You see, before you even go and propose to the lady that I want to be in a relationship with you, you must have marriage at the back of your mind. That should be the reason you are going to prove. That's why entering a relationship at 17 years, 18 years, those things are jokes. You don't know what you want in life. You, the gentleman, you don't know where you are going. You are going to call somebody, come and follow me. Where are we going? Ah, I don't know. Let's trust God. Let's move. Let's just go. I am going to No, no, those 17, 18 years things, they are, they are jokes. That is why you must consider carefully. You must consider what? Carefully. And when you go, you must have marriage at the back of your mind. I'm not saying when you go and it's not working, don't come out. If it's not working, come out. Because a broken relationship is better than a bad marriage. Even if it is the day before your wedding. 
and you know that this thing, if I enter, my life is finished. Come on. People will cry. People will be angry with you, but they will heal. Come on. Hallelujah. So what I'm saying is not that when you find something, there are things you find out in a relationship and you realize that this one, you know, there are things you can live with and other things you cannot live with. So when people come to me, this is, look out for the things you know you can't live with. If you see those things, they are non-negotiable. That one, find somewhere and pass. No matter how much your heart is flattering and beating and your heart wants to come out of your mouth and going, the heart wants to go and give the guy a peck on the cheek, the heart. If you find any of those non-negotiables, find your way and pass somewhere. Because a lot of times those non-negotiables, they don't change. They remain there or both thing. They don't move. They're there. The way for you to that thing is a non-negotiable. Therefore, the person to is an unchangeable. <laughs> an unchangeable. It's a constant in the equation for the person. When you see certain things run away. Hallelujah. But when you are going, don't go in with experimentation at the back of your mind. What it means is that when you go in, be focused. You can't be in a relationship with the lady and still be considering, hey, what if it was sister so so and so rather? What if it was this person rather? That demon must be cast out of your life. It must be cast out of your life. Focus. Let your eye be single. What if, what if, what if, what if? Gentlemen, are you listening to me? Mm, this one is you I'm talking to because you are the ones who have been doing those things. Focus. Focus. It is possible to be in a relationship with a woman, marry a woman, and you will not struggle with emotions for anybody. It's possible. Anybody who tells you that is not possible is a liar. Oh, it's like my heart. I, I am beginning to fall. You fall because of what goes on in your head. That person you are falling for, you are imagining things. What if, what if, what if, what if she's the one I was walking on the beach with and we're holding hands and the breeze was blowing in our face? In your relationship, focus. In your marriage, focus. Focus. That's why you are struggling with having feelings for other ladies. You are not focusing. You are not focusing. You have done ministry for years. So I've, I've heard things. I've heard things. And it's things guys struggle with. It's like my, it's like my heart suddenly. My heart is beginning to shift. From the left to the right. Dextrocardia. <laughs> Why and how did you get to that place where your heart is shifting? And listen, I'm talking about it's not about it's not about physical you. Like I'm talking about people like emotional. How? How is that you are married and your your emotions are getting attached? 
to somebody else is because you are not focusing. Anybody who tells you it is impossible to be married and have a single eye is a, is a big lie. Look, if for nothing at all, me, I'm a living testimony to that one. I won't stand behind this puppet and like you. That, oh, and he's like, I'm beginning to fall for. No, 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 no. It has never happened, no. Focus. Everybody say focus. Don't be thinking and looking around and, you know, considering a what if and what if. Ever since I started dating my wife, which was several years ago, I can tell you an authority standing behind the pulpit of God. I've never struggled with feelings for any other woman in my life. Like, oh, I'm trying to, hey, challenge, like I have to fight this thing, no, oh, I have to pray, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not saying it to elevate myself. I'm telling you so that you know it is possible. And it's not any big spiritual thing. It's all about focus. It's all about focus. Your mind, what you think about, what you meditate on. If you imagine things and have fantasies, you will start developing feelings. You will start developing feelings. Look, there are a lot of battles. If you win it in your mind, it ceases to be a battle. Just win it at the level of the mind. Finish. And the good thing about some of these battles is that the formula for winning that battle is to decide that I won't even fight it. I won't even think about it. I won't even get into that entanglement. When the thought comes, I cast it out. It's as simple as that. That is the winning you know. You don't even have to fight to win because you are more than a conqueror. It's in the head. Tell somebody it's in the head. It's in the head. Just be focused. You have decided that this is the, the, the direction I'm going. Focus. If another comes to pass in front of you and it's looking like a possibility, focus. Focus. So distractions. You saw how David got distracted. When he was supposed to be thinking about war, the general, the, the, the field marshal of the army, the men were fighting. What were you doing at all? And even if you are not with them, be praying for them, be thinking, be strategizing, whatever. He was taking a walk. Observing things. Those who blame Bathsheba, don't blame her. At that time, the men were supposed to be out at the war. So, batting outside naked, in her mind, there aren't supposed to be men around. So, she was just feeling free. And the man who was at the wrong place, instead of being at the battlefield, gentleman, instead of being on your knees praying, instead of being in church on Sunday, instead of going to visit the sheep and the flock and be praying for them, and doing evangelism, You are somewhere. May God give you the grace to be at the right place, at the right time, with the right people, doing the right things. 
And you see, with this tendency to get distracted, this tendency comes with the tendency to be careless. Men have the tendency to be careless more than women. Careless from everything. Physical carelessness, spiritual carelessness, financial carelessness, everything. Men are more likely to be careless than women. That's why women are generally more tidy than men. A man is careless, you throw the shoe somewhere. Every morning you have to find their key, their car key, you know. You have to find it. Men are more careless. And that carelessness comes in and manifests as some careless desire to take risks. Risk. See, when we talk about distractions, sometimes you can be there and you notice that this particular person is a potential distraction. You know, when you know when you meet people you can fall for in a certain way, you know. You know that this one, she's my type. Oh, you taste Yes. You don't don't be careless. Hallelujah. Don't be careless. Don't be careless. There are some people you must purpose in your heart to avoid. Oh, you must avoid them. Let me show you something. Genesis 39, verse 10. Give me NLT for that one. You are distracted. Eh? Focus, 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 focus. Focus. Genesis chapter 9, verse 10. Genesis 39, verse 7. Verse 10. 10. Another distraction. Another. <laughs> verse 10. Mm. She kept putting pressure on Joseph day after day. Wait. There are some people, they will, the, uh, the pressure they will give you. With phone calls, with appearing when you don't accept them to appear, <laughs> it's getting worse. Some will even go to the extent of sending you pictures of certain parts of their body. Mm, you are quiet because you have been enjoying the pictures. May God give you the grace. <laughs> I've been watching it. You soak the picture and finish and say the blood of the blood of Jesus in your You have already imprinted it in your medulla oblongata. <laughs> Read on now. But he refused to sleep with her. He what? Refused to sleep with her. Next. And he kept out of her way as much as possible. That is the part that I like. That is the key. Hallelujah. Yes. He kept. I'm sure there were things he had to go and do in her place and blah, 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 blah. He tried to avoid it. That was the secret of his ability to overcome the temptation. Paul said, Flee. 
There are some things when you know you don't have the ability to stand and fight. Your victory is in your ability to run away. Run away. Run away. Because some of the ladies that have come, they are very, very crafty. Very, very crafty. If you are a gentleman and you are not focused, Then you realize somebody is bringing you a baby. Say, so look at the nose and compare it to yours. When will you come and name your child? There are a lot of people to who are using blackmail. Blackmail. They sleep with you and they record it. And for the rest of your life. Ubetu yasa, you be. I want this. I want that. I say, hey, I tell you, media, my life is already destroyed. Though. If I release this tape, it doesn't do anything to me. You are the one with the reputation. Me, I don't have any reputation to lose. I need 1,500 cities. I expect my Momo alert. In the next 10 minutes, otherwise, share, 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 They'll come and knock at your door, 11.30. Create scenarios to ensure that you are vulnerable to them. So your eyes must be wide open. Hallelujah. Your eyes must be wide open. So that is distraction. I mean, the third one is, is still in, in, in that same direction. There's the tendency... For sexual misbehavior, the temptation for sexual misbehavior. So, we are just continuing like that. You need to be careful. That is more of a problem with males than females. Even though now the females too are coming up. When I was in training to be a hematologist, I did a three-month rotation at the blood bank. In those days, the DNA thing for paternity tests wasn't a big thing in Ghana. So we used to, it was a blood service that used to do paternity tests. So they'll use blood groups and stuff like that to eliminate you as the father. You know, when it comes to blood group systems, we know the ABO system and then the RH. So they say, the one we used to call racist. So AB negative, that, that, that. Those are just two groups, two um, blood group systems. We have 33 different blood group systems. Okay, so some of them can be used for forensic things and blah, 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 blah. What we call the racist crowd, what we, know, we, we are used to is the is racist D. There's big C, there's small C. There's D, there's big E, small E. Plenty of things that can be used for different things. So the blood service was in charge of paternity testing. And I was attached to the team that was doing that. Three months. I can tell you without any fear of contradiction 
that for the entire three months that I was there, all the tests that were done, the one everybody thought was supposed to be the father was not. Not even one. Three months. People were taking care of other people's children. The most interesting one of all, the child involved was 15 years old. Most of the time it's babies and toddlers and stuff. This one, 15 years old. So as the doctor on the team, sometimes I do some pre-counseling and blah, blah, blah. So when the thing came out, I asked the man, why after 15 years? He said, Doc, that particular child, I just had the feeling. It was just this feeling that it wasn't mine. Because as at the time, my wife told me she was pregnant. I had just traveled out of the country for one month. So you knew technically it could be him. But you said something, and I just needed to clear my mind. Lo and behold, he had been looking at some after somebody's son for 15 years. Asked him, what is he going to do? He says he can't continue to live with the boy. I was like, oh, come on, what has the boy done? What has the boy done? The boy hasn't done anything wrong. It's the mother you have to settle matters with. As for the boy, he's known you as the father. Whatever it is, you, you have grown a, a form of attachment to him. You can't use anger to make such a thing. I told him, go and sit down and think about it well. Yes. So now the women too are coming up. Very forcefully. <laughs> very, very strong. Three solid months. I can't count the number of tests we did. All of them. All. Not even one. Not even one. But you see, for a man, whether you will fall to sexual temptation or not, I've made the statement before. It is more about your mind than even your spirit. I'm telling you the truth. It's about your mind. Mind, first of all, there are certain things you must make up your mind about. You see, when you leave certain things for the circumstances that I will make up my mind, what my stance is on this matter in the heat of it, the likelihood you will take the wrong choice is higher. But you must have certain things enshrined in your mind before. Hallelujah. Your stance is stronger that way. You've made up your mind that this thing. There's a certain mental fortitude that you need. Look, I've come to believe that this thing is more mental than spiritual. I'm telling you the truth. Haven't you seen people who, they are not necessarily spiritual, they don't really go to church, and, but they are principled. Principled. They've never... Ah, principled. I know people... They are, ah, she doesn't go to church, blah, 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 blah. You say, me. To sleep a man before, with a man before marriage, me. I'll never do it, though. He doesn't go to church. <laughs> I don't do it. Principles. May, may God give you some, that thing called willpower. Willpower. You need willpower. Mental fortitude. There are some things. Have an opinion now. Decide on your stance now. So that when it comes, it's not like now before I'm thinking. No, 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 no. Your mind is already made up. Mind is already made up because you see, sometimes some of these things it can be slow, you'll be compromising without realizing you are compromising. 
Small, 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 small. Unholy text messages. Talking about things you are not supposed to talk about. Spending time at odd hours. Gradually. Sometimes you will start and you don't have anything bad at the back of your mind. You'll be sleeping gradually. Sleeping gradually. Sleeping gradually. Your mind must be made up even before the situation comes. So that when it comes in its early form, you, you already have a stance against it. I'm trying to communicate something, but I don't know whether I'm making sense. Make up your mind now. And your stance must be strong. Unshakable. That is the secret. Because if you wait for the situation to come, you wait for her to come and lie on your bed before you decide, shall I go to Cape Coast or to Elmina? I don't know. I can't tell. The dilemma of a ghost. People, what are you doing literature in school? <laughs> you wanted to come and lie on the bed before. Hey! That day that she'll come and lie on the bed, that is the day that she'll come in a short skirt. That is the particular day that when she appeared in the room, you were like, God, I need help. Help me, Jesus. <laughs> there are some things, don't, don't play with fire. Don't play with certain things. That day, you have every right. As she came there, you were like, oh, um, the, the house is hot. Let's go and walk by the Kelly cellar. Let's go. Mm. So, all the people are there. You can do certain things. You, you must be determined. Tell somebody be, de- be determined. There's no temptation that you can't overcome. Oh. There is no temptation. That you can't overcome. Some of you, the guys, eh, the ladies, they are planning for you. I'm telling you the truth. They are scheming for you. I'm not talking about the ladies here. Oh, I beg. They are out there. They are, they are not in this church. They are somewhere far away. They are planning for you. Setting traps for you. Sometimes that invitation to come and eat that banku in the afternoon, the kind of thought that has gone into it, the kind of planning that has gone into it. You know, when you enter the room, realize that the atmosphere, you know, charge, charge. There's a certain presence that you can't explain. day alone the lips will be shining like 
Noah caused a loon about. That day the perfume will be different. And for the first time she'll say, oh, let me put on some music. Cool numbers. One more night. One more night. And your brains are chilling. Ah, your spiritual immune system is being broken down. Kadosh, Kadosh. Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh. Kadosh. That one is for the atmosphere. <laughs> they don't play that one. Draw your mind. <laughs> Lady in red is dancing with me. <laughs> oh, those ones they are old time ones. Eh? That's, 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 and that's what singing some one be. <laughs> and the whole atmosphere said God. At that moment, eh, you forget that you are a believer. You forget that you have ever been to church before. You forget that you are a prayer warrior. You forget that you are a leader. You forget that you have received a prophecy that you are an apostle to the nations. And that day to the food, eh? The way she would take her time and cook it. May the Lord deliver you from strange women in the name of Jesus. And the ladies, may God deliver your future husbands from such people in the name of Jesus. Because you see, most of you, you you marry good men, so other ladies will have eyes on them. It, it is a prophecy. You you better receive it. I said you will marry good men. You will marry godly men. You will marry men who have the potential to be wealthy. So other ladies will have their eyes on them. I pray that God will begin to give them a certain fortitude. Wherever they are, may God begin to prepare them. Make them strong. Give them the ability to restand temptation from strange women. Strange women. Because nowadays people are going after people's husbands without shame. Those are used to do it underground. I tell you, no, 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 no. I thought if I was trying to counsel a certain lady out of a relationship with a married man. And I tried to threaten her with the scripture that you reap what you sow. At this man, you are trying to snatch from the wife. He told me, Oh, as a man, there, he will, my, I said, she knows her husband will sleep with other ladies because that is how men were made. That's not how men were made. It is not true. Hallelujah. It's not true. These are some of the lies that the devil has, 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 has instituted in the system. So before you, you marry cry in your mind, I am a man. They say, Obama be a name, 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 name,
So it is in your mind. So when the temptation comes, oh, that's something this is number one. That's this more to come. <laughs> May God begin to prepare your future husbands. May God give them the fortitude to withstand temptation. Because sometimes the temptation can be direct though. Some people tempt indirectly because they are afraid that if you reject them, uh-huh, but some too, Satan literally enters them. Ah, now me, two weeks before my this is two or three weeks before my wedding. Before my wedding, I went to some restaurant to go and buy takeaway. When I came out, I was standing there and I got a call. I was receiving a call and I saw a lady cross the street. She came. I remember her very well. Braids. She was wearing a blouse and she was in jeans. She came to stand in front of me. When I finished making the call, she said, hello. I said, hi. She said, how are you? I said, I'm fine. She said, you are receiving a call, eh? I said, yes, I was receiving a call. She said, okay. So in my mind, go straight to the point. She was like, okay, let's cut it. Let's cut everything. I was standing across the street. I saw you. I liked what I saw. And listen to what she added. She said, it's been a long time since I had sex. So, I want you to sleep with me. He said, hey. Two weeks before my wedding. As I'm pastor, I say, what do you will do? <laughs> what will you do? <laughs> what, will, what you will do? That is not the time to evangelize. That is not the time to win her into the kingdom of God. That is not the time to say, I rebuke you. I left her standing there. I went and sat in my car and drove away. Maybe, oh, I remember the face. Oh, I'm sure one day we'll meet somewhere. <laughs> we'll meet somewhere. Ha! Straight, straight. Oh, this one, no veiled or anything. Straight, straight. Like that. This is the offer. Take it or leave it. And nowadays, that is what is happening. You see, now the straight, straight, simple. It doesn't have to be face to face. They'll send you some text message. Eh? If you don't delete it and you read it three times, first one, you will survive. Second, you will survive. But the third one, it will begin to trigger certain things. If God Himself doesn't come down, you start thinking in a certain way. All strange women are rebuked from your life in the name of Jesus. All strange women are rebuked from the, the, the lives of your husbands and your future husbands in the name of Jesus. Yeah. There is no temptation, sexual, whatever, that the enemy will bring your way that you cannot overcome. Mm. Receive the grace in the name of Jesus. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Take the man who can sing. <laughs> so 
So as I close, <laughs> as men, your minds must be made up about certain things. And you need to make up your mind now. Say now. now. Say it again. Say now. now. Yes. Make up your mind now. The trials may come. The temptations will come. But you have received too much word. Too many hands have been laid on you. Too many prophecies have been made over your life. My prayer for you is that in that moment when you are about to compromise, you will remember who you are. Because that, that, that is the trap the enemy sets. Momentary amnesia. You will forget who you are momentarily and he will come and remind you when you are finished messing up. That is when guilt washes over you like that. In that moment, you, he will block that memory. You will not remember that you are a Christian. You will not remember that you are a child of God. You will not remember that you speak in tongues. You will not remember that you are anointed. But I pray that during those times, the voice of the Holy Spirit will overshadow every other voice in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That who you are will never be lost to you. In every situation you find yourself in, you remember that you were a child of God. You were a child of destiny. That there is a certain prophetic word over your life. That there is a beautiful destiny and something that you are supposed to do. There is an assignment for you. There is a certain assignment that has your name upon it. There is a certain purpose for which God brought you into this world. I pray in the name of Jesus. For strength of character. For strength of will. The ability to stand and say no in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the son of the living God. And today, every Delilah that the enemy is preparing. Every Jezebel that the enemy is preparing. May the spirit of Lord lift up a standard against them in the mighty name of Jesus. There are male Delilahs and there are female Delilahs. There are male Jezebels and female Jezebels. So this one is not only to the males. It also goes to the females. People who will come into your life to bring distraction. Men who will come to cause confusion in your marriage. Women who will come to cause confusion in your marriage. May the spirit of the Lord lift up a standard against them in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the son of the living God. I want you to lift up your voice and pray for just two minutes. Pray for the grace to stand. The grace to stand. The grace to stand in the name of Jesus. If you are married, pray about your marriage that the Lord, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord will help you. If you are not married, yes, pray into the future. Pray for your future husband. Pray for your future wife. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voice and pray. 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 The strength to overcome in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. 
Ayan de belly balabaha, la 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 anda balabaha, ayan de belly balabaha, anda balabaha, atilili balabaha, balabaha, rabadaba, renda garabalabalabaha, atende bedebebe ando libala, rentele makanda balabaha, ayan de bedebapali ataluata. You see, it's not about only when you get married. There are some principles you must establish now. There's no reason for Christians who are in a relationship to be cohabiting. You are sleeping in the same room, on the same bed, when you are not married. If you are here and you are entangled with that, stop it. One of these days it will bring embarrassment to you. Wait and let us bless it. And then you can live as husband and wife. I don't even condone if something happens and you have to go and sleep over at the person's place. Find somebody else. Go and sleep in that, that, that person's house. I even believe that if you're in a relationship with somebody and a person comes to visit you, that person should not lie on your bed. It's not that when a person lies on your bed, you go to hell. It is not a sin, but it's for your own good. Those of you who are house officers, it is a very dangerous time, I'm telling you. For one, suddenly you have a room to yourself. I've been sharing rooms with people from secondary school, dormitory. Ah, you've come to medical school, you've shared rooms, and suddenly you're alone. Some of these conditions, they tell you who you are. You really are. I've seen people change during house job because you see when you're a house officer eh, it's as if you have an excuse not to be spiritual because of the work it's as if you have a, a reason why you shouldn't come to church you have a reason why you should stop serving to stop being active in church and those things are the things that keep you brother sister son daughter those are the things that keep you so that time is a very dangerous time. If you are not careful, you will compromise and your life will become somewhere. Then you realize you are harboring somebody's daughter or somebody's son. We are going to pray one last prayer for God to give us the grace to take the right decisions. Look, this is it's all about a decision. Joseph decided that I am avoiding this woman. I won't go and serve her in her room. I won't go and sweep her room. I won't go and lay her bed because I know what is in her mind. It is about decision making. We are going to pray for the grace to make the right decision. There are some people you must block. There are some people you must cut links with completely. There are some people you must ensure you are never alone with them. There are Decisions that you must make. In the Hallelujah. Name of Jesus. And you are going to pray that Lord, give me the strength. Give me the strength. Give me 
the grace to make these right decisions. Lift up your voice and pray in the next one minute. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up You see, if you are here and you have a problem with fornication, don't worry, I'm not going to say come for it. Nobody will come. Nobody will come. I, I won't even deceive myself. <laughs> I don't deceive myself and I'll call, I'll call, I'll call. You won't come, so I won't even call. What I have to tell you, I'm telling you now. Hallelujah. If you are here, you have a problem with fornication. You have been having sex outside marriage. Stop it. Hallelujah. This is not something you've not heard before. But I, I believe there's an anointing in this room that will make it more pronounced to you today. That put a stop to it. It will not help you. You are setting yourself up for something. That is not too good. If you're in a relationship with somebody and you are sleeping with the person as if you are married, stop it. Put a stop to it. In our generation, we've made these things look normal. They are not normal. They are not normal. Why do you want to open your relationship up to the devil before you bring it to God to bless it? Some of you, because of who you are going to be, the devil is looking for every little opportunity to pounce upon your life. People will make you believe that it is normal for couples to have sex. That is what that, that is what we are being made to, to, to think. It is not right. It is not right. It is not right. Because the day I had some meeting with some people and we were talking. And I was asking which people are not in relationships. And some were raised their hands. And I was like, oh, so why? Is it that you feel so I just picked one person? So, so is it that you have not found the right person or this person? I was like, okay, so what are the qualities of the person you would want to end up with? So we started listening. First one was okay, somebody who will give me money. That was number one. Started listening. And then another of the person's friends said, sex. 
Not that they didn't know I'm a pastor. I was there. Pastor Ernest was there. That day, I think Harriet too was there. Uh, we knew the gathering we were in. One person said sex. And the one who was answering the question was like, oh, yeah, that one, yeah, but it's not on top of my list. Jesse, it is on the list. Aria, do you remember this thing I'm talking about? Uh-huh. So it's not, President, do you remember what I'm talking about? This one is not like I'm lying. Telling you the truth. I said, like you can say this in front of pastors. At least pretend. He said, oh, that one is not on top of it, but it's there. It's there. May God give us a change of mind. May God give us a change of heart. Hallelujah. And you are more than equipped to be able to overcome temptation. That is one of the things I need you to remember. That's what the temptation is to come up. Some of you today, today, today. Today, 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 today. What you have heard today will be put to test. Some of you today, they are waiting for you. <laughs> Sit down for a minute. They are waiting for you. <laughs> they are waiting for you. We will see whether you came to church today or not. Today, no, four o'clock, somebody, you will receive a certain text message. Which will test whether you came to church today or not. But I pray that you will know what to say. And you will know what to do. Hallelujah. Ah. When you are in a relationship with somebody, eh? I finished the sermon, but you let me just pour out my heart. Uh-huh. When I feel like speaking freely like that, I must speak and feel free. Some of you, when you are in a relationship with somebody, you feel like you need to be more careful about covering yourself and all of that when it's with other people like what you wear how exposed you are you see when you've been in a relationship with somebody for a while there's a certain familiarity that can come in and most of the time that that is the problem that is where it starts so you feel like oh when it's with strangers that is when i need to cover up i'm telling you that you must reverse it it is when you are with the one that you have feelings for the one that you are vulnerable to that is when you must be the most careful hallelujah so you go to visit him make sure you are well covered make sure when you are sitting you sit like a lady when short things and go and lie on the bed and then you are looking some way and giving the gentleman things to pray about you are creating battles for them mental battles so as you have left you have left a battle for him and he's fighting those battles you need to be careful hallelujah don't go and visit him and you are talking steamy conversations x-rated stuff and even with that one eh When 
when you are confiding in that spiritual brother, big brother of yours, about your sexual escapades, there's no need for gory details. You understand? There's no need for gory details. Because you may be creating problems for the gentleman. There's a natural way in which when somebody is chatting with you, you are imagining what the person is saying. That is, that is how conversations go. And he touched me here, and he did this, and he did that, and he did, there are details that are not necessary. The most important thing is that it happened. We know it happened. Just keep it like that. Hallelujah. This is I'm saying. It may look like I'm joking, but there are things that will help you. They are very simple, but fundamental. And giving this, and those of you to who counsel people, the spiritual brothers, don't demand unnecessary details. Long ago, one medical student was dating some class chaplain. Long ago, this one was long ago. Don't start scanning your mind. Who are the class chaplains that I know? It's none of this one. Long ago. And so she went and reported to her pastor. Who happened to be my friend? Who also leaked the information to me? Pastors co it's normal. We share ideas. <laughs> I wish I ideas. So the lady was, she was not comfortable with some of the questions the gentleman was always asking her. Asking about bra size. Why? What do you need that for? Certain very intimate details of her life. She went to report to her pastor. You should be able to report bad boys to your pastor. Hallelujah. Yes. You see, we are like shepherds. When the lion came to attempt to take one of David's lambs, you see the way he grew out. Caught the lion. Some of those guys, they are lions. So the shepherd must rise with his rod and sack them from around you. Hallelujah. So sometimes when the shepherd is saying, this one, watch it, watch him well. We are seeing the lion, you are seeing him as a sweet guy. We are seeing a lion. We are seeing a devourer. Somebody who can sustain your shepherd in a negative way. And so please, I'm begging you. This one, if I, I, I could kneel, crowd, kneel and beg you. If you are involved in some of these things, stop. It's not a good testimony. It's not good for you. It's not good for your soul. It's not good for your spirit. It's not good for your body. It's not good for your future. And if you are genuinely struggling with such things, I pray that a certain grace will come upon you. You are struggling with lust. You are struggling with impure thoughts. May God give you the grace to sanitize your mind in the name of Jesus. Any things that have been imprinted in your mind that are causing problems for you, we wash them away with the blood of Jesus. Uh, henceforth, you think about the glory of God. You think about heaven. You think about the work of God. You think about things that are productive. Paul said, whatever things are noble, whatever things are what? 
whatever things are of good report think only on these things may god bless you Trust you have been blessed by this message. For more information, reach us on 024-873-7250 or on our Facebook page, The Overflow Worship Center. Stay blessed. Overflow! 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 Overflow!